Okay. And we are live. We are live on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Good morning to you all. Thank you so much for joining us on Coffee Time with Marie and Pedro. For those of you who are returning viewers, thank you so much for your support. Um, give yourselves a, 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 a hand and, and a cup because you are committed to learning from, uh, you know, uh, from us uh, on accounting, tax, and business strategies. Thank you so much for coming back and committing to learning. Uh, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, thank you for choosing to come and, and learn from us. And uh, put a, a thumbs up or, or send, you know, kind of a hand or a gesture, something that we know that you are here. Good morning, Lady Capricorn. Great to see you here. You're returning uh, again. Thank you so much for your support and a continuous learning. <laughs> so if you haven't subscribed to my, my channel on YouTube, uh, you know, Marie Tours and CPA, please subscribe so you get a, a heads up when we are going to go live or whenever we post a new video. You can also, uh, you know, um, follow my Facebook page and the LinkedIn page the same way so that you know when we post something new or we're going to go live so you get the first tips. So uh, without further ado, we'll just a, a quick intro. My name is Marie Tarostan. I'm a certified public accountant and chartered global management accountant, an experienced auditor and a CFO. Uh, currently as a CPA advisor and transformation coach, I use my proprietary uh, uh, methodology Valuation MT to help business owners grow from their first million to the next 10 million and more. Um, I've authored a couple of books um, and I will be putting the links below. The first one is called uh, The Complete Guide to Business Growth and it's also on Kindle. And the second one is an ebook you can download from guide.marietarosian.com and that is the, 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 the guide. The, Business Owner's Guide to Operational Accounting. It's a lot of guides, so it's all about education. Yeah. <laughs> um, of course, as always, my featured guest is my friend and my uh, tax colleague, Pedro. Pedro, please Good morning. Yourself. Good morning. Good morning. And uh, we're excited. It's uh, approaching the end of the calendar year. Uh -huh. and, uh, so <laughs> this is good times. Uh, my name is Pedro Gonzalez, Business and Tax Strategist. Uh, as I mentioned before, there's a lot of, uh, you know, tax preparers, but what we focus is on the tax uh, planning and strategies to help our clients uh, lower uh, their taxes, uh, taxes erodes our wealth, improve their cash flow. Cash flow, regardless of the business and the size of your business or industry, cash flow is uh, lifeblood. And number three, exit strategies. All of us are going to exit eventually. Is it yes. how we're going to exit? So that's how we're focused is to help you achieve, uh, maximize your goals and, uh, and financial success. And, and uh, you know, uh, just like Marie, we have uh, the the guide to real estate investors, uh, the tax guide to real estate investors. I'm working on uh, another one for uh, specifically for S corporations, uh, a guide. It's going to be uh, uh, quite interesting because there's some strategies out there that while you Google, you find kind of the same repetitive uh, information. We're trying to, to put something that is going to be a little step up of that and give you some true uh, ideas, something that you can find some value. So uh, yes. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. And, and you know what it is, is that when you have an actual 
guide that you're reading and then implementing, it's one thing versus you read it one time on Google and it just goes, you know? So the guide is there, is there for you to go section by section or chapter by chapter and say, okay, this is what they're recommending. Let me see what I can do on my own. And of course, at any point in time, <clears throat> if you're stuck and you, you say, well, that's it. This is as far as I can go as a DIY and I need help, you know where to come. And we're always here to help you out. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Very good. Um, so I wanted to go uh, uh, just remind our audience some of the other uh, episodes we've covered um, has been about, let's say, self-employment. We've talked a little bit about bookkeeping. We've talked about uh, taxes and due dates. Um, in the past few episodes, actually, it's been more like a, a, a tax planning series. Yeah. And uh, just to kind of give a quick summary, with tax planning, it's we, we start off with usually a, an initial meeting because we want to understand the client's goals and visions, aspirations, what is their legacy, what they, they want to live behind as a, as a wealthy individual. Uh, we analyze their financial uh, gro- growth currently and their projections for the future. And then we'll consider tax, uh, you know, uh, deductions and options that are available to them, such as, let's say, the life insurance, a retirement plan, other investments that could help them out, Uh, uh, charitable donations, um, what else, Uh, flexible and health plans. So it could be a variety of things. So we want to know what would be the right fit until we actually go through the initial meeting and understand what is their future goals. Um, and from there, of course, once we have, uh, you know, we have a full understanding, then we'll establish a priority list and then we implement the tax strategies and the plans. Um, anything you want to add there, Pedro, before we move on to today's, uh, what we want to cover today? Well, I, I wanted to do a quick uh, recap of a few, sure. a few pointers, just uh, kind of remind people a couple of things that they can do as we're approaching the end of the fiscal year. There's still a couple of things that can be done. Absolutely. Uh, over the next uh, two weeks. Uh, so in some of this uh, is on the previous cha- uh, uh, episodes, but, you know, I just figured just quickly, I'm going to give seven <laughs> pointers. Uh, one, defer income to next year, uh, especially if you project uh, the next year, you're going to be a lower tax mm-hmm. bracket. So that's a quick and easy one. If you're, gonna, if you're in a situation of billing, uh, you know, you can postpone it and that's going to help you lower your taxes. Number two, uh, accelerate deductions. Uh, you know, looking to situation, for example, if you itemize deductions, you can go ahead and uh, make uh, 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 payments uh, to your, for example, medical expenses, uh, your interest, uh, state taxes, uh, your charitable donations, uh, looking to also, you know, making those uh, deductible uh, charitable donations. So now's a good time to to review that and make those kind of decisions to help you uh, to make the, those uh, contributions uh, and, and put it as part of your 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 plan for 2021. Uh, looking to your your withholdings, uh, uh, most people still have probably one more paycheck uh, left uh, for December, and you still have time to make a correction, uh, an adjustment, not necessarily a correction, but an adjustment. You can go to mm-hmm. and do a W-4 and 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 request that an additional withholding be done on your taxes to compensate. Uh, to adjust for the uh, any kind of shortfall uh, on taxes. Uh, that can help you also prevent any unnecessary penalties. Uh, look into your, your uh, retirement accounts. I mean, uh, now again, it's a good time to, if you, if you can, is to maximize your, your, your retirement contributions. Uh, also, uh, 
this is not necessarily going to help you with taxes, but it will help you prevent any penalties is uh, if you are going to be having any kind of required minimum distributions. Uh, those individuals already reached an age that are going to be required to make a minimum minimum distribution from their, their accounts um, to to you know, to, 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 to do so, because again, uh, the, now is the time to make those distributions, make sure that it is happening and that you execute those distributions. And, uh, the reason being is that the penalty can, can add up. And the case of a uh, uh, minimum uh, required distributions is 50% of the amount that should have been distributed. And it can, it can be uh, costly for, for, uh, uh, for the taxpayer. Uh, and number seven, uh, look into, uh, uh, uh loss harvesting. Uh, now, again, a good time to make a call to your financial advisor and do some uh, harvesting of losses in your portfolio. You might have a couple that already generate some losses, then realize them. You know, uh, there's, you know, we can discuss that another time, the difference between uh, unrealized and realized uh, losses. But to execute the losses so you can use those losses against your ordinary income is a powerful tool because you're taking is capital losses and applying it to the higher taxes, uh, uh, which is your ordinary. So you can use those losses up to 3000. It, mm -hmm. it can make a difference in, in some individuals. So uh, use it, it's there. Right, absolutely, absolutely. So this is a little extension of, you know, what we talked about with the tax planning. So this is uh, some of the extra things that they can still do prior to the year end. Um, and then, so today's main goal, though, is still part of the year-end close, but it was more towards what business owners can do to kind of prepare for the year-end close. So let me just put it out there. And I, I you know, how many business owners in your 30 plus years of experience, <laughs> how many business owners actually are aware or properly do their year-end close? Mm. If you had to guess. Give me a percentage. <laughs> you know, you you'll be, you know, the and you can tell who does who. Does. <laughs> you can see the 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 performance, and uh, you you can see who. But I will say probably I I, I will be uh, I will venture to say less than than twenty percent of businesses. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, it, it is crazy. It is disappointing. It is. Uh, surprising because again it's something you and i have talked uh how much value they give to the accounting section the, and the, the reason is it is a tool that is available to them it's just not being utilized properly correct if you use utilize uh, uh either be your bookkeeper your accountant uh if it's your cpa doing your accounting is that the accounting can be a, a actually a, a money save uh and a cash flow improvement tool Absolutely. And, and so, but if you're just uh, wanting to come now to kind of uh, want a shoebox and just, you know, just throw those numbers in and you know, <laughs> with no uh, intention of extracting data from this, then it's, it's just an unfortunate situation. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, how about yourself? I mean, like uh, what, what has been your experience? Yeah, I, I would say from my experience, most of the time that I onboard clients they are actually in a complete chaos so from my experience it's been every single one of them everybody's been falling completely behind on their books i come in and actually go and fix everything and then take over because then they start functioning and then they start growing because 
if it, if the data is a mess, they can make decisions. When when we take over, we fix it, and then we provide them financials on a monthly basis. We review with them. Now they know what actions they need to take. So for me, since I started the firm, it's been it's been like that. It's like <laughs> every client that came to me was in in, in shambles, and we fixed it. So. Um, but yeah, in the past, I've been in the in the um, you know private sector for a long time, so I you know I don't have that type of the public experience you've had um, for for a long time. But yes, in the past two years of the uh, uh, having my firm, it's been that way. That's how I've gotten all my clients. They've been already yeah. in a mess. So mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> no, I was gonna say the the again. Uh, it's until you have a, a casualty event that you realize how valuable the yes. accounting is you know i in my years of experience what we have seen and and this is when they realize oh crap <laughs> and that is for example when they get an irs audit notice. yes and they now have to go back and they say well i have my accounting done but when the accounting mm -hmm. is not done properly this is this is going to be in essence your evidence to support your deductions. This is how, in essence, what we're going to use to battle the IRS. But right. if that is not properly done, what? how are we going to represent you when the, the accounting is is un, uh, unreliable? Yeah. So situations like that makes you realize, oops, you know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> and then try to reconstruct three years back because again the irs is not auditing right now 2020 not even 2019 they're going back to 2018 17 period mm -hmm. so imagine now that if your records are not in order or let's say in some cases which surprises me is that no accounting has been done yes. and so go back to 2017 2018 try to now reconstruct those numbers Yes, it's going to be it's going to be uh, challenging. Absolutely. And, and, and so it's a situation like that that brings to to the to the to the mind of entrepreneurs is uh, is when situations like that happen, when there is a, for example, a fraud situation. And then yes. again, there was no proper accounting. There was no way to catch it, because, again, as long as the business start, you see money being deposited, you figure I'm, I'm good. <laughs> all of a sudden you realize that all of a sudden like wait it doesn't make sense like all of a sudden uh, i see myself working harder but my account is not even growing or it's just reducing right oh marie uh can you take a look at my numbers but by then might be too late whomever <laughs> exactly. perpetrated the, the crime is already gone exactly exactly by the time we re, re put together the whole picture right. it's months out could be and documents that need to be put together right. and yes it's hard to find that absolutely yeah in situations like that it's unfortunate you know divorces when that, that happened and then and again yes. uh, either be the the wife or the husband that owns the business and True. he or she now is trying to uh prove or 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 e either side they're trying to right, right. Now the evaluation of that business your cash flow and it there's no reliable records uh you know you see situations of disputes between uh, partners Again, we can go through a list of events that happen oh, yeah. <laughs> that can then you can see, oops, uh, you know, my accounting yes. is the key for my Absolutely. success and my to move up. You know what I mean? And then you, you, you know, when you work on with your clients and, and, and uh, you know, planning, business planning, enhancement, uh, you know, how can you help somebody if the accounting is not proper? Yes. You Absolutely. know what I mean? It's not it's not properly kept. 
how can you advise somebody about you know yes we can discuss the goals but if you cannot try imagine you sitting down with somebody now okay uh, i need you now let's work on a budget or in a projection can you imagine trying to sit down to do a financial forecast now for a company no way yeah. <laughs> Yes, if we don't have the the data already set up in a in a in the system in a way where it's understandable, that means we have to first put together the current year's financials so we can have a starting point, and then be able to start projecting. Um, something I wanted to bring out yesterday, um, I was you know I was at a dinner with fellow 10xers, and it's so funny. You and I covered this one example where. <clears throat> um, one of our, our prospects actually, and we, we did not take that job, um, their past accountant or tax, tax person um, actually filled out the wrong form with a lot of fake information, you know, and we did not actually take that, that person's uh, tax return. We did not do it. Um, a friend of mine, and he saw our show, <laughs> specifically okay. that one. Yeah. And he was telling me yesterday, he said, Marie, when I saw that show, I was like, whoa, this happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened is that he did not know and uh, his his accountant put the put, used the wrong form. And because he did not keep his records well, um, he went through a, an audit. And, uh, and right now they are literally, the IRS is going through everything because he doesn't have all the records in place. Now they have to talk to every single person he did business with so it can be so massive so the reason i want to cover this is the is two two things one the fact that i think to 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 kind of tell each other saying we are covering a lot of information that i think now it's out there and people are going to learn from it and, and second is that i'm hoping when they hear this they take the right step to avoid any kind of issues and problems and that's why we're here trying to teach right correct, correct. so um so I, I was so I, I was in a way very happy to to hear that you know this this type of information is really helping our friends and and our audiences that are listening in to be like okay yes it either happened to me or wait a minute let me get my stuff straight because I don't want to get into trouble so um, with that so um, I wanted to go through a, a kind of a list that we can give our business owner audiences. Um, as to what they can do from a year-end perspective, let's say a list of things that they could do. Um, say one of them could be <clears throat> check their accounts receivable balances, right? You know, that's a that's a key area. You know, end of year, you want to make sure you you don't have any bad debt. You know, anything that's staying out there for too long, right? So that could be one item. Um, uh, make sure you're following up your uh, with with the your clients. Uh, you know. Anything that's over, what we say, 120 days, usually it's considered bad debt. But if you don't have a policy, this is a time to create a policy. Because if you need to write that off, write it off now. <laughs> so you can get that as a business deduction as well. Right, right Pedro? Correct. No, those are very good points. And, and, you know, with that also, you know, you have to understand that regardless of the size of your company, Mm -hmm. You have to act as a corporation. You know, Absolutely. people have to stop this thing that that you know your S corp or your C corp or your LLC is not you. It's, yes. a, it's a legal separate entity, and you have to treat it as such. And you you have to stop this thing that, that that's my my petty cash is not your petty mm -hmm. cash. 
So even the money being extracted from that business has to be documented. And if it's a distribution, then document a distribution. If it's meant to be a loan, then document a loan. You know, uh, one of, yes. I can give a couple pointers that, uh, from my experience. Uh, for example, let's say, for example, IRS audits. You know, mm -hmm. one is financial statement audits, is, but again, you got to realize yes. that if you're going to be audited by the IRS, their mentality is different. Mm -hmm. The thresholds are different. It's, you know, they're, uh, they're not course. bound by certain, no, it's different. So they're going to be looking at, for example, one of the areas they look at is uh, do you have corporate books? And then they're like, they open their eyes like this because I can assure you that <laughs> most S Corps do not have minutes, they do not have uh, even uh, the stock certificates. Yes. They don't have it. And so they, they right there, see, the reason they go for that is to prove that you're a corporation. That that's the yes. reason behind it. Is because if I can if I can pierce that part, then you're no longer a corporation. So then now you have a, a problem because then some of those items that typically you can do as a corporation, you're just simply a, now a, a schedule C potentially. So right. that's why it's critical to don't don't ignore certain things that you see that corporations do. Not by I'm this is my small business. You have to remove that, you know. So you should right. have your 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 corporate books. If you don't yes. have it, run and get like it done. Corporation. You know what I mean, yeah. just get it done. You know what I mean? It's not really that expensive. It's gonna be more costly if you don't do it. So the other thing <laughs> is uh, business. Uh, what we call related party transactions between, especially between. Uh, the corporation and the shareholder loans either direction, either yes. you lent money to your corporation or the corporation lent you. Yes. Money. It has to be documented. There should be at least a minimum interest uh, imputed to that transaction yes. to make it a legitimate uh, loan. They should have Absolutely. terms, just like a bank. You know what I mean? Even if the term is uh, a 20 year repayment, just do it. Just document. It's simple. It costs you less. And if you have to hire an attorney to draft those documents, hire the, the attorney, get it done. It's really it's cheaper than when you get the IRS on your neck and they say, no, actually, that is not. A, and listen, I have seen and I have had to battle some cases. And, you know, and some of them we have been able to convince and others we can't because there's no documentation. They're going to say that is not a loan to, to you. That is, guess what? wages that's what they're gonna go for because all that money that they quote unquote you took as a loan they're gonna say no that's not a loan where's it where's the loan document it doesn't exist. exactly they're always so, gonna need the the record the records of correct. course so it's yes. gonna be wages meaning that <laughs> now we're gonna go retroactively there's payroll taxes owed there's penalties there's you know all of that yes stuff. yes so look at those transactions uh like you mentioned receivables yes you know what I mean? Look at your receivables, uh, you know, document it. There should right. be a, a, a receivable aging that yes. shows who your customer, how much is owe, uh, they owe you. And if you're going to write it off, then at least you have something, a basis mm -hmm. to document that I wrote off. Like you said, that's a policy. Exactly. You there know, has I'm, to be a policy. Document. And again, that's a, that's a simple documentation that you can have on your, on your, on your, uh, on your file. Yep. Absolutely. Yes. So yeah, look at that. The capitalization policy. That's another area that people ignore. Uh, I, I can assure you a lot of people are overpaying in taxes because they're, um, they're capitalizing things that could have expensed. It makes right. a difference. You're saying, you know, you know, 
no, there's a big difference. If you if you capitalize something, even if you're taking Section 179, and I don't want to bore people with all this, but <laughs> that could get it. that's a show on itself. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a conversation. Yeah, exactly. But you know, capitalization <laughs> yes. policy. And and there's a strategies in there that can help you lower your taxes, but you have to document it. Of course. You have course. to have a policy in place. And again, it's a very simple policy that you write and it will help you in preventing a headache out of IRS uh, situation. Yes. Yes. I mean, from uh, a lot of the smaller businesses, you know, they can set their capitalization policy, say, around $2,000. It could be $5,000, but just create one based on what your highest or lowest, uh, you know, uh, you know yeah. purchases, big, big purchases are, you know, capital like assets are, um, and just go from there. And then that way, and then list every purchase. And sometimes it's a combined thing, right? Like where they're actually, let's say, purchasing 20 computers at the same time and, you know, installing yeah. at the same time. That's a massive purchase. So that's a capital expenditure. And, and that could be a, a really great, uh, from a tax perspective, it, that's a great uh, tax write-off. Um, the other thing to look at is also inventory, right? Mm, when when yeah. people have inventory, they yeah, kind yeah. of overlook making sure, making sure inventory is valued at the right the way it's supposed to um you know i i've i've seen um people with inventory balances but there's really no inventory listing so i really can't tell which inventory and how much of the quantity uh what did they purchase it at and what is the value now can they actually you know what is the newest value and that's something that they need to list as well any thoughts on that end how does that affect them from a tax perspective yeah, no, it, it, it all of this, uh, it has not only an accounting, a tax uh, uh, consequence, because again, what what happens is, is that, you know, you, you are uh, applying a, a cost against your revenues you mean, as, as you're selling. Yes. So there has to be, again, uh, a policy of what method of evaluation you're going to be using uh, for your for your inventory. Now, again, a lot of this is not people don't think about it until a casualty happens. You know, either be, again, an IRS audit comes in and they're going to question uh, your inventory uh, balances. Uh, they're probably going to try to say, no, no, you got to remove some costs and put it back into into your inventory because they're trying to lower your, your cost of goods sold. But also in eventualities like, uh, for example, we were in a case uh, that I was hired as a consultant uh, that there was a, a, a theft of inventory. Now, the, the counterparty, the insurance company, hire their own experts, and then they're going to say, okay, so bring us a, the inventory uh, uh, ledger. Mm -hmm. well, you know, they, they, they don't have a ledger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how are you going to prove the, what exactly you lost, mm -hmm. the, the value of that, which items that were supposedly stolen so how are we supposed to settle this? So again, exactly. a situation like that, that that makes you realize how important the accounting is in the detail. If you have inventory, and let's say you're a retailer, that the inventory is, is a, not only a dollar amount because sometimes I'll put, yeah, my inventory balance runs around X, and it's not material to the financial. That's not the issue. Is that all of those transactions running through? Because you can be one of those, uh, for example, dollar store. Right, right. So meaning that your inventory balance probably is low and you have a lot, a lot of items, but it's like yes. 50 cents or 75 yes. cents a yes. dollar. So, but that's not the issue is that if you have an eventuality, you want to go in uh, a casualty type of situation, 
is that how you're gonna prove the 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 uh the laws or right. if you get audited how you're gonna prove uh that yes that i, I i'm shifting the cost uh, uh properly so right. those are kind of events that needs to be taken into consideration inventory is is critical it, when you add inventory mm -hmm. into the accounting it is more complex it adds another layer of complexity to the accounting Absolutely. but i'm i kind of sure it pays off I can guarantee you pays off on the long term. Yes. And of course there are, I mean, you know, you can, if, if you don't have, if someone doesn't have massive amount of inventory, they can keep a very simple Excel spreadsheet and just track what they're purchasing, you know, the, the description of the, mm -hmm. the, the items and then the quantity purchased, the cost that they purchased at, you know, what they sold, you know, kind of like a very simplified, if it's not a lot of products. Um, and then as they get into a big, larger and more quantities that they're purchasing and selling then they want would want to set up some type of a more automated you know software system yeah. that's tracking all of that and all they need to do is probably just print a report at the end of each month and they have um you know a listing and then of course from there you don't want to just rely on that because it's one thing that it's it's listing as sold but it's another thing when you count at hand you know what i mean and there's going to be you've got to reconcile between what's in the warehouse and what's actually saying it's sold and uh, you don't want to double count something that's actually it's sold um so that's that's something that you know and when when they go through a financial audit others will kind of look at that and test that as well so um so yeah um so other things that they should also do is make sure that any um you know invoices that they've received uh and they're related for this year they should make sure to record them and when i say invoices like bills you know from vendors make sure they are you know entered now you know a lot of times when we've gone to uh, you know audits you know we're always checking and you know, we're in january and we look at the the books and then we see uh <clears throat> uh december bills that are entered in january the following year so we want to make sure that they are recorded in the correct period so it's a december bill you receive it in january and you receive all the items in december it is a december invoice so you got to put it there so make sure you're you're entering it in the correct period, um, and uh, you are properly showing your accounts payable balance as of Correct. December 31. Yeah, um, you know uh, when we used to do those audits, we used to do those, you know the the famous uh, cutoff testings. Cutoff testing, that's the yeah. one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So because that that's exactly what happens, and then why why is that critical? As you said, is that the proper the counting of those proper expenses in the proper period. Right. Yeah, we want those to be accounted in the proper period. So again, why the accounting is so critical, because you can see there, some deductions could be, you know, shifted the following year. Absolutely. And then, you know, you missed that, that deduction. Exactly, because you kind of shifted it to the following year, but it's not technically an expense for that following year. Actually, absolutely. Um, other things that they should be doing, of course, is, you know, and we kind of mentioned in general, is, uh, you know, tracking all you know keeping their records in in check any loans that they've taken throughout the year uh whether to themselves or they have to pay it back or from a bank all the loan documents should be you know uh, available uh, <clears throat> easily trackable um what else you know the other thing to take into consideration now is leases i mean the leases uh especially yes. with all the COVID situation uh, probably people had a uh, lease modifications uh, uh debt modification mm -hmm. and those things that you know you need to come with those early 
you know what I mean? Uh, don't don't wait. Uh, and not only of the COVID, because you know now we're we're in 2021. A lot of the lease modifications we encountered a lot of that in 2020 when the the whole thing, uh, uh, you know, was a kind of in full force, and people were encountering challenges uh, with their leases that they had to mm -hmm. go back to the bank and get modifications done, because that the accounting of that. How do you account for that modification? If all of a sudden they're gonna say, "Listen, uh, don't pay the month of uh, you know uh, July, August, September," but we're gonna back end uh, those, those expenses, you know what I mean? Or, or those leases, or, or those those uh, mortgage payments. How are you gonna account for that? Yeah, you know I mean, so right. even even in 2021, there's still situations of modifications happening because mm -hmm. again, people are encountering, uh, 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 especially now, what what is happening is because a lot of the government assistance is over. You know, the PPPs are over, uh, the EIDLs and things like that. So now you don't have that. So people are also encountering, okay, so how do I continue sustaining my business? And so people are going back to banks and to the to the uh, landlord trying to modify the the agreements without breaking the, the, the agreement. So, you know, if you're encountering that or you encountered that situation, yes. you, know, you need to discuss that with your respective accountants and, and, and uh, tax uh, advisors. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, what else? What else do we need? Okay, of course, uh, make, making sure that they also reconcile the bank state bank and the credit cards that they yeah. may be using, any PayPal, Stripe, any kind of processing that you they are using. <clears throat> make sure everything is closed out. Backup data. You know, if you need to make sure you know your your data is backed up just in case of loss or any kind of damage that could happen. Uh, you know, in in your building, wherever it is. You store your data always have a backup for it and of course you know review your financials and and make sure you analyze your numbers make you know um compare to your budget if you have already set a budget um and see how you're performing and of course from there that's where you start with the budget or the goals for the following year that's it <laughs> that's a very good checklist uh, now you know it's just to make sure that, that you go through it um mm -hmm. If I'm gonna put it in the chat as well. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna put a little list here that I put together. So that, that way everybody can get it. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. So that yeah, we've already gone through our 30 minutes, and hopefully everybody enjoyed. Whoever was watching is, is has enjoyed it. Um, <clears throat> thank you so much for joining us today for Coffee Time with Marie and Pedro. Uh, make sure to enjoy the holiday season and make sure you take these notes down and follow the list. Um, and of course, you you know, I want to leave you with the idea that, you know, you are some of the five people you surround yourself with. So be sure to surround with yourself uh, with yep. the right people. And I hope that we are the two out of the five that you are surrounded exactly. with. So. Yeah, so we only need three more. You already have us. Three more. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. We, we, we will see you next week, Thursday, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern time. Until then, be safe and yeah. healthy. Okay. <laughs>